It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host and... We'll always have a good time on Sunday mornings here on 94.1 on your radio dial. We talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We do have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And we've been doing that now for 1,095 shows today. That's a lot of talking over a lot of years. And I have a young lady in the studio tonight. And uh, actually tonight, of course, we're going to air this on Sunday morning. And her name is Anna Westcote. And she is a singer, a songwriter, and a mother. <laughs> and uh, just a delightful young lady. We just got to know each other. Just We just met just a little while ago, yes. but we've already made friends here. Anna, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you for having me. Well, it's so good to have you here. And I've been hearing about you. And uh, God's been, been using you to, to do music. And yes. uh, you might notice, just listening to her, she's kind of a country girl. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. And you are from the big city of Havana. Yeah, big city indeed. If you've yeah. been there, you know you get that joke. But <laughs> I love my little small town. I love it. Well, you know, we uh, are streaming on the Internet. Mm-hmm. So we get people listening all over the world. They go, where in the world? Are you, are you, are you in Cuba? Yes. No, sir. <laughs> Actually, we have a page on Facebook that says Havana, Florida, not Cuba. Not Cuba. <laughs> Basically, Havana is about what, 12 miles mm-hmm. going north mm-hmm. on U.S. 27 out of Tallahassee. And uh, a quaint little town known for years for antiques. Mm-hmm. Are they still doing that up oh, there? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yep. Yeah. People would uh, have a lot of antique shops and mm-hmm. things like that. And that's for a few years, they had a pretty good antique car show going. Are they still oh, yeah. doing that? We got that back up and running a little while ago. Okay. It's on, yep. We do it on the third. I think it's the third Saturday um, of every month. And we got a pretty good crowd coming out now. And so. then Havana is your your hometown. You grew it up, you grew up in Havana, hometown. Florida. Yes, okay. sir. But uh, tell us about the music. Where did the music come into your life? Well, music's been a part of my whole entire family. So my whole family plays and sings. Okay. Uh, my dad has been a music pastor since I was before I was born. Okay. So long, long time. Um, and he is um, an amazing pianist and worship leader. Okay. And so that's kind of how I got started a little bit. I grew up in the church singing and playing. And, and I developed um, an ear for music. I want to say I got it from him because he just has that gift, you mm-hmm. know. And, and uh, from a young age, I knew I had that same gift because I I could sit down at the piano after listening to something and pluck it out. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. Yes, and I and I agree with you. It is a gift is. because not everybody has it, mm-hmm. including me. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it can't. It's yeah. hard to teach. It can't be taught. But, but one thing hard. about it, with you growing up in a pastor's home and in a and a mm-hmm. dad who was a musician, mm-hmm. you didn't know you could not. Right, because it's just so ingrained in you, mm-hmm. and it is. And you're probably right; it probably is hereditary. That yeah. just kind of passed down. It did, yeah. Because I've known of people, and actually, I know of uh, pianists on both sides. I know pianists mm-hmm. that uh, can play by ear, mm-hmm. and then some that play by notes. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, my my two female cousins, both of them play the piano. Mm-hmm. One of them, she can just just yeah. like you, like you, and then. The other one, yeah, <laughs> just and it was it was funny because 
the older cousin at Christmas time, she was always, uh, well, Billy, mm-hmm. Billy would play because she could just sit there and play those Christmas songs like that. Right, yeah. But when Billy got older and got married and, and was her, her and her husband were stationed in Hawaii, well, she wasn't there for Christmas. And they said, uh, Pam. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and, and, of course, Pam didn't play by ear like that. Yeah. So my mother, after that, went and bought books. Mm-hmm. And they run underneath the piano stool. So the next year when yeah. Pam came, we got them out. And, of course, now she plays uh, uh, for the Christian Church in Santiana, which is where I'm from. Okay. And she's a music director. And I see her up there, and they got this big, huge grand piano. Oh, wow. And I see her up there, and I'm thinking about back at Christmas all. <laughs> And I, she's just playing so wonderfully, yeah. Like that. Well, there are benefits to both. I mean, I I, did, I studied music in college, and so I had to, you know, be pretty pretty quick about the sight reading. Also, I studied classical. So you can do jazz. both. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yes for sure. There yeah. there are benefits because I couldn't sit down and play a Tchaikovsky piece by ear, but if you gave me some music to it, I could play it for you, which I love because Tchaikovsky and you know all the classical composers are just beautiful pieces of music, and and that's it's definitely important. You, you skill do to realize learn. you're you're talking to a hillbilly from Kentucky. <laughs> All I know is bluegrass oh, and gospel music. <laughs> uh, you might have heard. Well, how about Beethoven? You know, no, Beethoven. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, yeah. I've heard of these people. So but it's I don't. definitely a skill that that I would encourage people to learn how to do, also because and otherwise you don't get to enjoy that beautiful. Music. Well, the other night, matter of fact, last night I picked up a car. Mm-hmm. Okay, that I was just driving somewhere. It wasn't my car, and it was a, a Volvo. Ah, and uh, it had a CD in it. And I could never figure out how to get the radio working. Oh. And it was a CD of classical music. There you go. Driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all I could get. I put you to sleep depending on what it was, but hey, it's better than nothing. <laughs> right. but, you know, and I'm thinking, now, if I just had one of my gospel music shows, it's just stick in there, but yeah. I didn't have one with well, I love me some gospel music, too, now. I did grow up singing it and playing it, so it's and, my uh, favorite to this day. How many instruments do you play? I play 28. 28 instruments. Instruments. Mm-hmm. How in the world do you learn to play 28 instruments? <laughs> uh, part of it's definitely the gift of just having the ear to hear things. Um, and a lot of times, so when I was first starting this project, and I started with piano and then later picked up the harmonica and the guitar. And then when I got in college, there was a plethora of instruments at my disposal. And so I just started seeing how many I could learn. Okay. And what would happen was when I would write a song or I would sit down, I would hear a part and I would say, well, this needs to be played on this instrument. This doesn't sound like Oh, really? You could do guitar. that. Oh, yeah. I could hear a, a line in my head that said, this needs to be on the saxophone. This needs to be on, you know, the harmonica or whatever the case may be. And, and so I just started seeing how many I could play. And before I knew it, it started adding up. And I said, well, I got to stop somewhere. So let me just <laughs> set a goal for myself, 30 by 30. And I'm 28. I got two to go a little under two years but the kids have slowed me down just a little bit i love you kids but <laughs> okay can you name them i don't know if i can name all 28 without the list in front of right. you it's easier if you just say uh, say an instrument okay all right what you said you you play the piano mm-hmm. and you play the guitar mm-hmm. banjo mm-hmm. Yes, mandolin sir. yes sir fiddle a little bit yeah okay well yeah, that's all we need there. yeah <laughs> enough to play you a little yeah. something, something that's all we yeah. need we're done <laughs> I played it on one of these CDs over here that I showed you. In my world, you know that's that's about it. Yep. <laughs> now, I like. Uh, what, what about the uh, uh, brass? I mean the horns. I play a little. I play a little trumpet. Okay. Um, I play a uh, saxophone's not a horn, but it's in the wind instrument family. So I think the trumpet is. I wouldn't even know the, the difference. Horn. Um, it's got a reed, so it's like clarinet. I'm working on the clarinet, and the, I play the flute and the uh, penny whistle, which is an Irish kind of like the recorder, which I also play. Um, okay. And then of course the harmonica. 
And then I play this funny little instrument you may not have heard of called the zafoon, which is no. a cross between a recorder and a saxophone. Okay. So it's like a recorder as far as the fingering, but it's played with a reed. So it okay. sounds like a saxophone. <laughs> So just one of those unique little things that right. most people wouldn't have heard of it, but it's fun. But now, um, how often do you have to practice these to stay skillful on them? Well, you see, I don't have as much time for that as I used to. In college, I could play them all the time. Now, okay. with kids that you know, stay at home mom and a homeschool mom, I don't have as much time on my hands. As I, but the good thing about being a singer-songwriter is um, a lot of times I will intentionally write something that I want a particular instrument in. That way okay. it gives me some more practice on that particular okay, instrument. Now do you so, play an oboe? I don't, only because I have not been able to get my hands on one. Okay, my, my daughter, my daughter was taking <laughs> oboe practice. Uh, she, she was taking lessons at one time. Mm-hmm. I doubt that she could play it now. but, but that's, a, that's a tough one. Yeah, tough I remember one. taking her to these lessons for her yep. to play the oboe. <laughs> so, yep. so now when you do your CDs, and we're going to play some mm-hmm. of your music here in just a few yep. minutes, do you do all the instruments in there? So 99% of it is me. Occasionally, I will have a guest artist or somebody to play. Um, Like one of them features my sister, who is an amazing fiddle player. I will never be as good as she is. (laughs) She's been playing since she was four or five years old. Really, really. And then a couple of them feature my husband on the drums because he is, um, he's a natural born drummer and I'm, I can play them, but I'm not nearly as good as him. So it's faster. Well, that makes sense though. (laughs) But you, what is the the process? Is is it called layering? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Where where you play an instrument mm-hmm. and you play what you got to do, and then you right. somehow or another you add it in. Mm-hmm. And I guess now with the uh, the computer, mm-hmm. you can do that a whole lot easier. Because oh, I yes. remember when people used to do that without a computer. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, uh, I thought that was pretty amazing. <laughs> it, definitely, technology has made things a lot easier and more accessible too for artists that are independent, like myself, um, to be able to put stuff out there okay. on all the streaming platforms. So what I use is a program called uh, Ableton, and then GarageBand on my computer, and I record to that uh, metronome, and I'll just record one thing at a time, and then start layering. I usually do the vocals last, okay. um, but I'll build up whatever instruments I. I feel like fit and sometimes I'll play it for my husband and he'll say eh this needs this or this needs this he's got the ear for mixing and he does all that mixing and mastering okay. for me makes me sound good <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's the goal that's important it? <laughs> yeah okay now when you do this mm-hmm. you can you can hear this in your mind or in your ear as, as you're playing this particular thing thinking of the whole grand scheme exactly, of yeah. the whole thing you're going to do and it's mm-hmm. all somehow another works together mm-hmm. and that's uh, to me, that's a gift. Yes. Uh, not everybody can do that, can mm-hmm. they? I mean, no, I mean even. Definitely. I mean, most of your uh, your your big time singers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they, they don't do their own music. Oh, right, no, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. Um, it, it takes experience too, a little trial and error after you know recording things and, and hearing what works and what doesn't, and just once you've done it a few times. Um, and a lot of times, what I'll do too is I'll do what I call uh, a scratch track. I'll just do my vocals and guitar and listen to it, and I'll listen to it with my eyes closed and think what it needs uh-huh. and a lot of times it just kind of comes to me and I get a feel for it and and uh, just <laughs> just do it <laughs> See, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just amazed but and, and thankful that there are people like yeah. you that makes music for the rest of us mm-hmm. and I I say this all the time because I do a show on Saturday nights called the Saturday Night Gospel Sing mm-hmm. and my talent is push buttons yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I, I tell the audience all the time I'm so thankful for these people mm-hmm. who have dedicated their lives 
to making this beautiful music for us and these wonderful musicians who can sit in these studios yeah. and a lot of the, the big singers and stuff like that that's what they're doing they're going to Nashville and there's mm-hmm. the people there and they play for everybody oh yes and, uh, and they tell me this they just just give me a couple beats and the mm-hmm. next thing you know man, oh, yeah. they're off and running <laughs> yep yep that's how I learned how to play guitar sitting in a circle of uh, bluegrass musicians with a good friend of mine Mr. Don Jones he used to take me to uh, these jam sessions okay. and they'd play a song I'd never heard before in my life I was maybe 13 years old and playing all these old school bluegrass songs I never heard of and he gave me a guitar and said well hop on in there I said all right what key and what song we play you just figured it out as you went and that's how I learned how to play that sounds like Briscoe Darling Uh, a little bit yeah yeah. yeah. just just jump (laughs) in and hang on (laughs) that's so funny you mentioned that I love that show (laughs) and and now people are going who's Briscoe Darling tell oh man we can't be friends if you don't know who that is (laughs) that's from the Andy Griffin show just so so you might know I mean most people already figured that out but that's what he said Mm -hmm. just jump in and hang on hang on yep (laughs) because okay how long was it from the time that you started playing the piano Mm -hmm. until you picked up the guitar Probably about five or six years because okay. I was real young started playing the piano. Um, and then when I got my first guitar was when my sister, um, somebody gave her one at the job she worked at. And she just, she was the one who played the fiddle. And she just couldn't get the knack for it. She really? didn't stick with it very long. And I said, well, what do you think? I could just borrow it for a while. And I mean, it just kind of came really? to me after a while. I could just hear that once I figured out how to play the chords. Um, it just I had a natural rhythm already from playing the piano that it, it didn't take me so long so you didn't you didn't take lessons oh no you just no. taught yourself the only instrument I took lessons with was piano and that was because my parents you know were like alright you gotta get some professional <laughs> lessons you're good enough we're gonna pay for that right. <laughs> but you just picked uh, up the guitar and began to play it oh yeah yeah. wow that just amazes me I, I told Anna before we started the show so I've been trying to play guitar <laughs> all my life started around nine years old I'm not nine years old anymore, and it's still not not mastered it yet. <laughs> but there's still time, right? There is time. That it would be amazing. Never too late. Because I have a uh, uh, back when we were kids growing up, me and my brothers, there was a young man in town. Cause we lived. I mean, we lived in the country, mm-hmm. and he gave us all these old records. Oh wow! And uh, some of them are just really folksy type songs mm-hmm. and I'd love to be able to play and sing some of those songs because yeah. I know all the words to mm-hmm. them but uh, I never got the strumming down but you gave me a tip here just a little while See? ago that I'd never heard before <laughs> I, I may have to revisit this whole yes. thing but the first thing I gotta do is find my guitar yep <laughs> find your know. guitar try and see if it works for you uh, uh, yeah, I might have to do that but I would love to be able to just do that not not for any other reason mm-hmm. but just, just, just teach myself yeah. and then have a little fun with it but you gotta get those fingers yeah that takes a while to get those calluses off. It, it does if you have a steel string guitar. What I recommended for a lot of younger students that started out is to get a nylon string just to start learning on so it wasn't so harsh on their sure. fingers. Um, but, I mean, if you have a steel string, it's just a matter of sticking with it long enough to build that calluses. Right, And right. once you get past but that But it's stage, painful. It, it is a little <laughs> bit. It is a little bit. But <laughs> okay, so now, as far as your ministry now, mm-hmm. what, what are you singing just in, around the community? What, I, what's going on? I perform on? all over the panhandle. Okay. So, I have two part-time jobs. Um, I'm a part-time worship leader for my church. 
Okay. Um, so I'm singing and leading praise and worship music every Sunday. And then on the weekends, Fridays and Saturdays, I'm gigging all over the Florida Panhandle. If there's gigging. a place that does music, yeah, that's my thing. I'm, I'm gigging. <laughs> you, go, you going out to Frogs? Are you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not that kind of gigging. <laughs> so in other words, it's a gig. It's a gig, it's a gig. Yes, sir. Yeah. And what kind of places are you going to? So restaurants, um, any type of live music venue, maybe um, there's, like for instance, here in Tallahassee, there's the Governor's Club, which is a place people will come. Yeah. Right up the road and, there, yeah, 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 and have dinner and just listen to the music and relax. And and of course, I play for private parties and weddings and any kind of festivals. You know, if you're from this area, especially in Havana, you're familiar with Mule Day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, Calvary, I'll be Georgia. For that yeah. next Saturday morning, okay. yeah, bright and early when the sun comes up, heading stage seven a.m. Now, are um, these people calling you or are you calling them? Most of the time nowadays, people call me. Um, okay. Now, a lot of times I still do reach out. I still okay. do put myself out there and say, hey, I'm available for, for booking. I'm already actually booked through the end of February for are next you? year. Because um, I've just gotten such a long list of venues but now. But now your, your style, your, your secular mm-hmm. and gospel. Yes, indeed. You know, yeah. You know yeah. I, mean? I do a lot of 60s and 70s um, classic uh, oldies, southern rock, folk bluegrass i mean classic country you name really? it, i do it <laughs> now, tell me some of the 70s so i do love you love the eagles now i love okay. the eagles and okay. stuff like that i may do a little reo speed wagon i may do some yeah. uh uh, I like Bob Dylan and a lot of the older folk okay, artists. Bob Dylan, so, John Prine. I love John Prine's one of my favorite songwriters okay. of all time. See, here's the funny, funny thing about it is that I graduated in 1970. Okay. Okay. So I went to our 45th high school reunion, mm-hmm. and the DJ is playing 70s music because mm-hmm. we're a class of 1970. Oh. But I mean, we're just. And so, <laughs> when I'm talking about man, you got the wrong music. He <laughs> said, <laughs> so you're the class of 1970. I said, yeah, but we're children of the 60s. Mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> and, and he didn't have much of that, but he did kind of change up after yeah. that. So, the, the, the ones you just talked about, see, I was on a mm-hmm. ship during the, oh, yeah. those. So, I missed a lot of that. Yeah. But then my wife... She she's more into the seventies music, mm-hmm. which is is that Chicago? Is that right? Uh huh. Yeah, Chicago. Okay. And I do a lot of sixties too. Now I love me some CCR. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but I love see the old school bands like that. You know. Okay. okay. Um, but I mean, if you name a band, especially classic country, I do a lot of country music. If you okay. can't tell by the okay. way I talk, I do a lot of Tanya Tucker and uh, <laughs> oh, George oh, yeah. Jones and Merle Haggard and all that kind really? of stuff. Really, <laughs> really. Oh, yeah. yeah. So now, but those are male voices. Mm-hmm. Now, I do a lot. I do a lot of stuff. It doesn't have to be female. I, I mean, uh, there's so many songs I've done my own spin on and people will say man I've never heard it played like that and I love it hearing a different take on it so. yeah I like the actually the Lord made me stop listening to the country music of that era because there's a lot of suggestion mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> in there. And uh, one of those things God convicted me of, that, mm-hmm. that, uh, just the, just, uh, the lyrics, just mm-hmm. the lyrics. I, I like the music and that, yeah. that sort of thing. But I say this, if you like country music, mm-hmm. Then you should love gospel music because oh, yeah. they're their cousins. Absolutely, I mean because basically it's the same music. You just got a better a vocabulary. Right. Well, on Southern <laughs> gospel influenced a lot of the country music of the nineties oh, sure. too. Sure. So, um, and I grew up like I said singing Southern gospel. I mean, uh, one of my favorite groups. I love Vestal. Oh my I goodness! I love her too, oh. and I can sing all her stuff all day long. Oh my Gators goodness! And, yes, I love that yeah, Vestal and, and Howard and all that. Yeah, the good, and, and uh, I play a lot of the Goodman music. Oh yeah, and, and I play a lot of the uh, Goodman revival, which mm-hmm. is the kids. Mm-hmm. And I and I've, I've said this a lot of times on the music shows. I am so glad that those young people have picked up mm-hmm. and are following after their parents' footsteps, and they're really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's but awesome. uh, yeah, uh, and now uh, for me. 
being from Kentucky, mm-hmm. of course, bluegrass is just natural to oh, me. Yeah. And gospel, but uh, what really influenced me as far as Southern gospel was that mm-hmm. I was stationed in Pensacola, mm-hmm. and I started going to the Open Bible Church there. And uh, our elder, one of our elders in the church was J.G. Whitfield. I don't know whether that may, may not mean anything to you, but J.G. Whitfield was a big promoter of Southern gospel music. And he's also, he was the founder of the Singing News. He was the founder of the quartet convention that, you, that they have. And uh, he founded groups like the Dixie Echoes and the oh, and, okay. and uh, um, uh, the Florida Boys. Mm-hmm. He founded all those groups. Oh, wow. So anyway, because he was a big promoter, and at that time he was he was active. He's going and put these big concerts or big promotions on. He was bringing all those groups into the church. Awesome. So we had the Howard Vestal, the Goodmans. Yeah. We we had the, the Hensons. All of them came. That's awesome. And so just sitting there, it just kind of mm. got into my spirit. I said, I love this music. <laughs> yeah. But when we came to Tallahassee, um, my wife is more of a contemporary. She mm-hmm. likes the contemporary music. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I didn't really do much with the Southern Gospel. And then we were up in North Carolina. My regional superintendent <laughs> had tricked us. <laughs> we were supposed to go ride this train across the bluegrass uh, or, the, or the the mountains there. Mm-hmm. And while we were sitting there, to, standing there at the platform waiting for that train to get ready to go, there was a band standing there. And I just fell in love with it all over again. And I said, uh-huh. I love this kind of music. Mm-hmm. And I remember I gave them a $20 tip. Uh-huh. <laughs> I put it in the little basket there. That's how much it, it stirred me. Uh-huh. And so that kind of got me back into it mm-hmm. as such. And then um, I've been doing the Saturday Night Gospel Sing now for almost seven years. Okay. Every Saturday night, I say the best music on the planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of that, right we better play some of your music. Yeah. The first song is called Good Day. Tell us about mm-hmm. it. So Good Day is a song that I wrote um, last year. I was sitting on my front porch swing. And my kids were playing in the front yard. And it was just one of those days where, I mean, I was watching how, I was thinking to myself how big they'd gotten. And they just looked so cute running around in their little bare feet. And uh, I had my acoustic guitar. I was just putting new strings on it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to strum a little something while they're playing and just, you know. And I, I came up with this little riff and, and it just started to come to me. Words just started coming to me. And before I knew it, 10 minutes later, I had this little song. Yep. Sitting on my front porch Drinking nice cold IBC The kids are in the front yard Laughing while the grass is ticking their feet I got the radio turned on In last summer on I waved to Miss Tammy As she goes on walking down the street And I just gotta say Ain't it a good day Pushing my worries far away Survived too much troubles They ain't got no place to stay Ain't in a hurry I'm taking my time taking in these rays Got nowhere to be and nobody to please And I'm feeling okay Ain't it a good day? Firing up charcoal grip, mind slowly drifting, forgetting about the laundry and the bills. 
guest here on the Gospel on the Radio talk show here on Sunday mornings here on 94.1. We'll get back to her just in a second. I do want to remind you that I am the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry at 720 Capital Circle Northeast. Love visitors. Why don't you come worship with us? 11.05 is our start time. FRCM.us. And also, if you want to listen to this broadcast again or share it with a friend, it's on the podcast it's show number 1095, and uh, you can share it with any, anybody you want. And on this particular show, we can put the music in because we got permission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can always do that. Sometimes we, well, most of the time we can, but uh, a lot of times what Brother Doug will do, he'll play just a little bit of it, and then we're back to the content of, mm-hmm. of the voice. Also, I mentioned the Saturday Night Gospel Sing at 7 o'clock Saturday night here on 94.1. We crank it up and have a good time. Invite you to join me for that. Also, the daily broadcast, which is Monday through Friday. We're here on 94.1 and also on Praise Radio. But uh, 11 o'clock every Monday through Friday, you can join in. It's just the Word of God, and I love preaching and teaching the Word of God. So join me, and we'll have a good time. We always do. Now, on the song we just played, mm. that was your sister. Playing yes. the, the violin mm-hmm. or fiddle. Yes, sir. And, uh, you're, and that was your husband playing the drums. Husband playing the drums, yeah. And family were, band. <laughs> there you go. And you were playing the piano? Piano, and the, and the guitar. guitar. Yeah, the bass. Yeah. And you did all of that? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And then just layered it all together and layered somehow or another yeah. finished it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the words just came to you as you're sitting there on the front they porch? Did, yeah. Watch the kids. But now, what were you say? What were you drinking? Uh, an IBC. And you know what's so funny? Because when I wrote that, my husband said, What's an IBC? Yeah, I'd like to know I that said, myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, never had an IBC before, so we had this little river general store in Havana, okay. and uh, it isn't there anymore, unfortunately, but growing up, we'd always go down there and had that old uh, Coca-Cola 
freezer and they had all them glass bottle sodas in there. Okay. And I would always get the IBC root beer because that's my favorite. IBC. It's the best. You can't beat that glass <laughs> bottle root beer. So <laughs> it just fit right in there. So and that I was had, just a brand. Yeah, it's just a brand. I said, maybe maybe they'll throw me a bone and sponsor me or something. But <laughs> Does that brand still exist? Oh, yes. You can still buy it in the glass bottle at the grocery store. You can get that. I think they got root beer and they got cream soda. But uh uh, every now and then I'll spoil myself. All right, <laughs> IBC, a little, little, little royalty check here. Yeah, there you go. That'd be nice. <laughs> now, when I was growing up, going down to the Claysville store, mm-hmm. it was called Whistle. Oh, okay. And they had uh, different flavors, but that lemon whistle, oh. so soft drink, ooh, mm-hmm. lemon kind of a little, that was good. <laughs> I don't think it's, I haven't seen that one, but yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of times you go places, you'll find that there are these brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go up to uh, Helen, Georgia, at the, oh, yes, it's cool. there's Betty's store, you'll mm-hmm. find all different kinds of soft drinks that you've oh, never yeah. heard of before. Yeah. But you you said, IBC. I said, yeah, I've I not heard of that. See, I, was th- I thought you were going to say, sip <laughs> some of music. And country music is sweet tea. Yeah, yeah well, I like that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It just didn't flow in there as well as that. <laughs> now, how long did it take you to put this whole song together? Uh, to record the whole project, it took a couple uh, took a couple hours to get it recorded, and then of course I had to send my sister to get her to record. Probably didn't take her very long. Once she sent it, my husband layered that in there and mixed it. But how um, do you know mm-hmm. the the melody? How do you know that? I mean, how, where do you get that from? It just comes to me. I just, I, I yeah, the, the fiddle part, she did all on her own because she's a genius. Um, but all the parts that I do, I just, they come to me. And okay, when and you say she did it on her own, so she had to have the words. She did. So I, what I did was I sent her the track with me singing and playing guitar and said, okay, hey, okay. play whatever you feel like goes along with okay, this. Okay, okay. So she had a and basis she, yeah. to go by. Mm-hmm, yeah. She's kind of knowing uh, the mm-hmm. ups and downs of uh, right. how the exactly. music was going to go. And then she's just, exactly. like you just say, she's a genius. It, improving it, yeah. Now, does she have a music ministry she plays for her church at Canopy okay. Roads Baptist. Mm-hmm. Okay. And of course, we grew up playing together. She was she actually did the bluegrass fiddle thing here in Tallahassee. For T- TSYO, I think, was the name of it. But So she grew up playing bluegrass, and that's how I got uh, started listening to bluegrass, was going to all the festivals that she played for as part of her group. And I'd listen to all that music. We'd listen to Charlie Daniels and, you know, Flat and Scruggs and all these different groups. Sure. And I just fell in love with it. I mean, it's so funny. Yeah, most people say, I never met an eight-year-old kid playing harmonica and listening to bluegrass, but that was me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, like I said, from Kentucky, that's that's a mm-hmm. big big deal. It's, oh, it's yeah. a, the whole bluegrass thing. Uh, Ricky Skaggs, which... Oh, oh I love him. He his is he's bluegrass, but he's got a kind of a twist to it. Got a little bit of a country. But, twist but in my this <laughs> is dropping names, but my sister in law went to school with him oh, wow. up in uh, Paintsville, Kentucky. That's mm-hmm. where where they're from, up in that okay. area up there. And she said she went one day to a, a book a signing. They were signing signing music, and there was a big oh. long line of people oh, there. Yeah. And my sister in law stood in that line uh, for a long, long time. She said, "Well, he probably only remember me." And so she gets up to the thing, and he looks. And he says, "Sherry." <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've never uh, met him, but I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a real nice, nice guy. Yeah, you know? very down he, so His music was one of those uh, uh, talents that came on the scene kind of out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's a big, big hit. Oh, yeah. him, and, him and Dwight Yoakam, both of them are oh, people yeah. who just they just seem to just show up one yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And uh, but they again. Their music, and of course, I've got uh, stuff where he he does gospel too, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. uh, um, um, does, I, I love to hear him sing gospel mm-hmm. as well. And uh, oh, yeah. um, but the thing is, musicians are 
I, I, I really believe that you're just blessed of God. You have something that not everybody has, yeah. the ability to sing and to play. Mm-hmm. And I thank God for people who just do it because a lot of people don't use that talent. Oh, yeah. Because you know, they all think, oh, I'm not good enough. Don't, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. Just mm-hmm. do it. You'll get Absolutely. better. <laughs> oh, yes, you will. Yeah, it's good yeah. for the experience for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. So now um, I wanna, we want to play a couple more of your songs, but uh, yes, tell us about the uh, Bluebird Cafe. Do you, something happened with you oh, there? Oh, yes, indeed. So in um, the end of July, uh, I got to thinking, so – I was trying to, to figure out what the next step was in my okay. music career. And I, I had been praying to God. I said, you know what, God, show me what the next thing is for me. Because I was feeling a little stuck. Um, not that I hadn't been successful with my gigs and everything. There was nothing necessarily wrong. I just said, God, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to know what what's what you want me to do with right. the songwriting thing. I said, show me what you want me to do. And so I just happened to randomly come across the Bluebird Cafe when I was doing a Google search looking for venues that would hear original music, which is not something I get to do a lot. And I was really wanting to be able to show people the stuff that I write. And so I came across that. It's it's a venue in Nashville. It's a very famous venue. It's real small. only seats about 90 people. Um, and it was actually in a TV show, and that's how it became so famous. But um, a lot of country stars got their start there um vince gill and, and taylor swift and a lot of big names in country and um so they have this contest called the golden pick contest the golden pick. golden pick like a guitar pick okay mm-hmm. got it and so all you had to do was write a song and take a video of you singing it and post it to instagram okay. and tag the bluebird cafe and taylor guitars which is their partner that's who gives them the guitars for people to play at, at their stage and so i said you know what I'm just going to go for it. I said, I bet you a little small town girl from Florida, they ain't even going to listen to it. But you know what I did? I I decided to put those fears aside and I posted it. It was a little song I wrote called How's That Going to Get Us By? And um, it was a song about uh, the cost of living getting higher and how we're going to get to enjoy the simple pleasures in life. We're working our tails off all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so it was was a true to heart song. A lot of people related to it. And so I posted Mm it. And um, sure enough, Three weeks later, when they were doing the reviews, they sent me the email and said, congratulations, we're so excited that you're the August winner for this. And I just went out of my mind. I, I <laughs> called my husband. Did. I think he had a heart attack because <laughs> I was just crying so much. I couldn't believe that I won. He said, what's wrong? Has somebody died? It's like, no, I won the contest. Oh, wow. um, but it was really incredible. I got to go up there uh, to Nashville um, for a couple of days. I got to perform the song at the Bluebird. Um, I got to attend a concert at the Bluebird as part of the prize. I got tickets to hear a band that came there to play. I won a Taylor guitar, a very nice guitar. Wow. Um, and I got to go to the Taylor guitar showroom and studio there in, in Nashville called Soundcheck Studios. And I got to play the song and they filmed it and they're going to post that here in a little bit. But um, it was just such an incredible experience. I bet it was. It yeah. Was, it was, I'm excited it was an for you. To prayer because yeah. it really, it happened maybe t- not two days after I prayed that said, God, show me what's next. And I, wow. you know, it, yeah. it was unbelievable. <laughs> so now, um, is that a, 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 a Okay, footsteps to the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> I mean, that's been a dream of mine for a yeah. long time. And we actually did the tour while we were there. We took the little backstage tour of the Opry. Uh-huh. And, of course, I cried. And just seeing all these rooms, <laughs> all these famous people that I've listened to since I was a kid. And um, took our picture on the circle and everything. And, and you know, one day, I really, truly believe that's where God wants my music to end up. That's where it will. And, honestly, one of the things that my husband reminds me of all the time is just one step at a time sure, you just keep sure, doing what you're doing sure. because it's working and yeah. God is doing amazing things and that's what we were talking about a little while ago these, mm-hmm. these different venues 
just keeping your skills up, mm-hmm. just exactly. just doing it. Yeah. And of course, the more you're um, in front of a crowd, the, oh, yeah. the more relaxed you become. You for sure that you do, you begin to develop your stage personality. Mm-hmm. All of those mm-hmm. things that are just very important, very important. And it, it paid off playing at the Bluebird because yeah. most there was a lot of people that came up there that you could tell they were songwriters and and not performers and weren't as seasoned as thankfully I've been able to play on a stage for yeah. years. And, and of course, so you've it, been in it church. Didn't bother me doing, as much. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're <laughs> but, lead worship every right, Sunday. So right, exactly. Yeah, all so. of those things are helping you sharpen your skills Absolutely. and stuff like that. So and you have to do that. Yeah. yeah, and the thing about it is that even though uh, the Grand Ole Opry is is a, um, a secular thing, your your testimony is not going to change. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, there are some people that I would be concerned. They say, "Well, I want to go sing country." Oh, I don't know, but you just haven't met you. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we have any worry. <laughs> you seem to be Absolutely. pretty solid to, to me. Yeah. Of course, you're growing up in a pastor's house. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not so good. It but all, it sounds it all like depends on the situation. But uh, my dad loves the Lord, and, and growing up, being able to witness just how much he loves to to use his gift of praise and worship, um, it's been a blessing in my life. And I, I still go play with him every chance I get. But um, he's just an amazing man. And so, growing up under that kind of leadership has certainly been influential into who I oh, am sure. as a worship leader myself, and just as a songwriter too, because yeah. I try to write songs. That, that while a lot of the songs I write are secular, I try to write songs that have a message and a story to them, mm-hmm. um, and that are about real life situations. Right, right. So, yeah. Um, okay, let's let, let's do another one. This one is called "Gone." I mean, yes. I mean, you, I'll be setting it up while you're talking here. Well, it's based on a true story. So I was playing a gig um, here in Tallahassee at uh, the Hobbit, and uh, this lady. I noticed had been sitting and listening to me for a long, long time. So, you know, most people come sit to a restaurant gig, they'll, they'll eat their food and they'll move on with their lives. But she had been sitting there for hours. <laughs> Actually, I think she sat through the whole show just about. But um, she came up and she said, you're just one of the most incredible musicians I've ever seen. Where, where is it you want to take this? She said, what's your biggest dream if you had to shoot for the stars? And I said, well, it would be to go to Nashville and to play at a place like the Opry or, you know, the Ryman Auditorium. Right. And, and she said, well, if that's your dream, get after it because you can't get the time back. Oh, I love this lady. (laughs) Yes. She spoke to me. I almost cried. And when she said that, you can't get the time back once it's gone, I said, you know what? That's going to make a great song. Thank you for that inspiration. So that's what it's about. (laughs) So it's called Gone by Anna Westcott. Sucker on the soul guitar When an old gray-haired woman Stopped along her way She just sat and smiled While I sang I said, man, can I play a favorite song? She smiled and said, well, I ought to be getting home But can I offer you a small piece of advice? Said I'm 
it's been said You came me in the moment once it's dead You can't change the right no <laughs> Anna Westcott. And that was a true experience. Mm-hmm. This actually did. happened yeah. with this lady. And I wish I could see her again and tell her, hey, I've been to Nashville on that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's been since? Yeah. Oh, yes. This was last year. Okay. Uh, yeah, that I put out this album and then wrote that well, song. Well, I, I so. love her advice. Yeah. Uh, because, you, yeah, your words, your words are important. My wife mm-hmm. has a, a little thing on her desk at, at work and on her kitchen uh, right by the sink. She says, Taste those words before mm-hmm. you spit them out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and, and the, the other advice, and I'm I'm with her on this, and I say this to people, and I meet them all the time. Mm-hmm. Is it? Don't let anybody discourage you. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody steal your dreams. Yeah. So here's here's one of the, <laughs> the the pitfalls with being a person who does a radio show mm-hmm. is that you have a tendency to interview everybody you meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of times I'll meet a total stranger, especially young people. Mm-hmm. And if I got a little time, and they got a little time, I get them to tell me a little little bit of their story Mm -hmm. so that I can encourage them and say, hey, do that. Do that thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't let anything stop you. Don't let anybody talk you out of it. Don't worry about the money Mm. because that's, I can't afford it. Yeah. That don't matter. God owns God all the cattle on a thousand hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, to me, that's just so very, very important if yeah. people follow your dreams. Because you you look back through history mm-hmm. and look at all the dreamers that's yeah. made such an impact on society. Mm-hmm. And if they had not followed their dreams, there'd be so many things we'd be without. Oh, for sure. And including musicians. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's funny you say that because I wrote a song I mentioned about that. <laughs> he didn't have the dreamers. Where would we yeah. be? You take a guy like like a Randy Travis. Uh-huh. Now, whoever told that man he could sing? <laughs> oh, that's because his, his voice is so different than anything oh, else you ever heard. No, right away it's And you say, yeah. this guy, this guy. First time you hear him, you think I can't sing, mm-hmm. but boy, he'll grow on you. Oh, he does. He does. After a while, it sticks with you. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Love his song Three Wooden Crosses." I do that one quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the thing, is it? Yeah, you just do it, mm-hmm. and it all it'll all begin it all to to out. fall in place. Yeah, and, it uh, does. Yep. And he'll 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 take you here. He'll take you there. Mm. He'll provide the resources. Absolutely. You know, it's just that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe that for sure because yeah. he wouldn't give you a passion if there wasn't a reason Absolutely. for it. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So through. Golf County, something mm-hmm. you told me about oh, before. Yeah. Um, so Golf County, this is another song contest. So it's, it's been a big year for me. Good. <laughs> um, the Golf County hosted a, a song contest um, looking for a way to attract people, tourists and all to come to the, their area um, of course it's a beautiful area you know full of beaches and fun you know things to do that's as a Panama City basically. now Panama City is Bay County so Gulf County is um, Weewahitchka and Port St. Joe and like oh, yeah, near okay. Appalachia sure, and sure. And, um, so I had just gotten back from Nashville and somebody shared the contest with me on social media and said hey they're looking for somebody to write an original song about Gulf County and what it is about Gulf County that's so amazing that people would want to come sure. and visit 
And I said, well, I don't know. It's like a week to the deadline. I don't know if I can get a, a song produced that quick. But once I, I hopped uh, online and just typed Gulf County Pictures and started looking at all these beautiful places, mm-hmm. and I'd only been there a couple of times, so I looked up a, a lot of the different names of spots around town that were popular. And I mean, it took me maybe half an hour to get the lyrics written out. And I said, all right, I'm going to just sit down one day and I'm going to finish this song and I don't care how long it takes I'm going to sit in my office and just get it done <laughs> and it only took a couple hours to get all the instrumentation done my husband did the drums he mixed and mastered we sent it off and um, the the judges judged it on all their little criteria based on you know was it um, uh, the lyrics did it fit Gulf County was the song upbeat would it mm-hmm. attract people and all the you know and they said it was the best out of the 50 or 60 submissions wow. that they got wow. um, and they had even reached out and did a broadcast a press release in Nashville looking for people to even write to say it's, it's open to anybody who wants to write so um, I was very flattered and, and glad that they chose the song because it'll be used for their entire tourism campaign for 2023 wow. Wow. so the song will be available to stream and download starting January the 1st and uh, they filmed um, a music video of me singing the song of different spots around wow. town so that was fun so we did all day sunday sun up to sundown 7 a.m to 7 p.m we were shooting the video uh. um and it was it's my first music video it was an incredible experience uh we Wolf films did it and they did it i mean they're such professional people wow. and so yeah my, my daughter and son-in-law own a little business down there oh really they said they rent golf carts and okay. I'm, I'm give a little plug here. There you go. <laughs> and so I, I, we go down there from time to time. That's so I may get beautiful. I may get to hear your, you your song. I mean, so yeah. that'd, that'd be great. I go, oh, I know her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very proud of that yeah. song. But um, yeah, it's going to be neat to see where that goes once the video comes out. And they said they may even, um, depending if they can get the sponsorship, may have me play it in Nashville for a show. And so we'll wow, see where boy. it goes. But <laughs> they just keep bringing you back to That's Nashville. Right. I know something, something about that area is calling me. <laughs> Well, here's the thing: is that God will bring it together, mm-hmm. and and boy, I sure would like to be able to, to see a video or whatever the, mm-hmm. when you when you step in that circle. Ah, that be a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, I want you to bring me a video. I want to see that because that's going to be. Hey, I'll give you a call if I end up there. I'll get you a seat. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Uh, yeah. I've never been to the opera. Yeah, and and you know, say I grew up in Kentucky. I used to think mm-hmm. I, I would. I would go by there all the time. Mm-hmm. But now, the place that I'd be more familiar with is a place called Renfro Valley. You ever heard of Renfro? I've heard of Renfro Valley. Renfro Valley is, is on I-75 if you're heading in, over into Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can see it from the interstate there. It's a, okay. it's a barn. It's a barn dance. It's, oh, it used to, used, to, used to be called the barn dance. And, uh, of course, they do, do country and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. My mother and father went there for their honeymoon. That's why, oh, that's okay. why that stands out. <laughs> that's how long it's been around. Oh, I mean, okay. And, but, uh, and then uh, in that area, of course, you know, Nashville is known for its, mm-hmm. for its music and the style of music. Yeah. And, of course, the, uh, when I, a lot of times when I'm talking on the Saturday Night Gospel thing, I use the expression, the, the banjos, the mandolins, the steel guitars. I mean, this, oh, yes. that's all a part of country music and gospel, and gospel. music. Yeah. And, uh, as a matter of fact, a few minutes ago, we were talking, and we played a little song from the Isaacs. Of course, mm-hmm. the Isaacs are, yeah. are known everywhere. Oh, that's funny. You but they're bluegrass. That. They are <laughs> bluegrass and Southern Gospel. And I actually, one of my friends that uh, attended our church for a long, long time, she is best friends with um, that family. And uh, she sent them one of my original songs. Really? And said, uh, hey, who knows, maybe they'll play this one. But um, it was a song I wrote for Loretta Lynn, who's speaking of Nashville and the Opry, who passed away recently. Yeah. And I wrote yeah. a song about her. And um, I put that out there, and I'm trying to get 
get it out there to as many people as I can because I really feel like it's one of those songs that should be played at the Sure, Ivory. sure. Um, but uh, we'll see where it goes. But yeah, I love the uh, Isaacs, and I'd be honored if they do that song. <laughs> well, the thing about it is that they started somewhere, mm-hmm. like everybody, everybody else. And, everybody they, well, of course, somewhere. the story of Loretta Lynn. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's the coal miner's daughter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, came up from literally nothing. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and but, to show what God can do. But see, that's the amazing thing. And, and, and it, in conjunction with a, a country that we live in mm-hmm. where you can do that. Absolutely. You can become famous coming from rag, mm-hmm. literally rags, rags to riches, riches yeah. type of story and mm-hmm. become, uh, what do they call her? The, is she the queen of? Queen of country music. Queen of country. That's what I mentioned in my song. <laughs> you were the queen of country music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing that this could happen. That's why I say follow your dreams and see, you see you're still young. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got a lot of future ahead of you. Oh, sure. And uh, of course, uh, it's uh, keep it a practice up, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So now your husband, he plays drums at he church. He plays drums. Yes, he plays the drums and he's um, very skilled at uh, mixing and, and mastering and he's self-taught with all that kind of stuff. Really? But uh it's very handy to have around. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what does he think about you someday may become famous? He's the most supportive man. I, I mean, God's really blessed me with somebody that I honestly, um, Jack, wouldn't even be doing what I'm doing if it weren't for him. Really? Because he has encouraged me. He's the one that got me started solo gigging in the first place and uh, encouraged me to keep writing songs and um uh, encouraged me to put myself out there with my original music, which was something I was very hesitant to do. Uh-huh. And uh, he said, you got to go for it because you're, right. you're never going to know if you don't try. And what's sure. the worst it can do? It's just going to sit out there on these platforms. But the, the best thing that could happen was, you know, all these opportunities that have been coming up. So if it weren't for him encouraging me and just being the, the backbone, really, of our family, he stays at home with our wonderful children when I'm gone performing. And he, he, uh, he he's been very... Um, vocal too about um making sure that uh my confidence he said and i just you don't need to worry about what everybody else thinks you just need to do what you know god's Amen. gifted you to do so. i'm with him yeah <laughs> <laughs> how'd y'all meet we met because uh, i was leading worship for a youth group at first baptist in quincy and he was looking for a singer for his little pop band he had a little pop rock band back in the day okay. <laughs> or punk rock excuse me and uh, um punk rock. punk rock yeah <laughs> oh my yeah this was this was in his younger years teenagers he was drumming for it and he said we want to get a singer and maybe change our style up a little bit and and uh, so he came and he heard me leave worship and he claimed he fell in love with me the first time he heard me sing and, <laughs> and it's just all history from there we just hit it off and and uh, we've been married eight years this December. But you come a long way from punk oh, yeah. rock. Yes, indeed. <laughs> See, I, that was his style. That's one style I don't really dabble in. But. I can't imagine your daddy let you go <laughs> no, off and no. sing punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we, he don't know about that. So maybe I should tell him not to listen to this podcast. <laughs> guess what, Dad? <laughs> well, we were telling secrets <laughs> on the radio. But I'm telling on myself. But yeah. but now, uh, how long did you sing with him doing that? Now, see, we didn't end up doing any shows, any rock shows together. What ended up happening was um, we ended up dating, and he ended up supporting me at church. So he would uh-huh. come and, and, and watch me and listen to me sing and lead worship. So, I, I mean, I, I think I went to maybe one or two of his shows where he drummed with his band, but I never actually became that singer he was looking for because we ended up dating instead. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, what a great story, though. Yeah. And and then now here you are married and got mm-hmm. kids and, and uh, yeah. got, a, got a life that you're looking forward to to where God's going to do great yes. things. Hey, Anna, mm-hmm. what about contact? Would you want, I mean, are you looking for more places to go? Or are you Absolutely. just so busy? Okay. Always, always. Do you mind giving out any contact information? Definitely. So yeah. you, you want to go to my website for sure, which is my name, Anna Westcote. That's with one T, AnnaWestcoteMusic.com. 
Okay. And uh, there you can follow along with my, my music journey. You can listen to my original music. You can book me for a show. You can see where I'm playing at for that month. And um, you can always book me for a show, too. You, okay. I've got all that stuff set up on there. And, then of course, my social media, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And you, and you sing at restaurants mm-hmm. and oh, things yeah. like that? Just Absolutely. Where? Anywhere around town that has music, you'll probably have seen me there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. Now, when you say around town, you're mm-hmm. talking about Havana? Or- <laughs> uh, anywhere, really. I play Tallahassee, Marianna, Crawfordville, um, uh, anywhere in, um, I've played uh, Chattahoochee, Quincy. Yeah. I mean, but you I've said you were, you were West yeah. Florida or whole no, Florida Panhandle. Panhandle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've played as far as you know Destin. I've played. Actually, did a show in Orlando this past summer at uh, the World Center Marriott. So I had to sing the national anthem up there. And so, I mean, I've, I, I get around a little bit here uh, in the state you, of Florida and in Nashville. If anyone's listening from Nashville, you want to come back up there. <laughs> okay, we got another song coming up yes, here, sir. and this is called "While I Can." Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. So this is a song about that I wrote uh, right before my youngest son was born last year. And it was just a song about how fast time is flying with my children. Yes. And it's, they just grow so fast and change so quickly. And and I wrote a song about I'm going to hold you as while I can because you're growing right in front of my eyes. And uh, I dedicated this song to all three of them, uh, Ezra, Clark, and Franklin. Okay. Anna Westcott. Mm-hmm. While I can. Need me less every day. 
thinking about this and I could just see my wife uh, saying those same things yeah. when, when our babies were little and uh, mm-hmm. I tell parents all the time I said just enjoy every minute of it because if you, you'll turn around and they'll be gone absolutely and, uh, in the blink of an eye amen <laughs> amen that's uh, Anna Westcote. She has been my guest here today on the Gospel of the Radio Talk Show. We've had a good time. Yes, sir. <laughs> I've yeah. enjoyed having you on the show. I enjoyed being here. And I'm just going to watch your career as, as God just begins to open doors for you and, yes, and things begin to happen. I'm going to be I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader. I'm just going oh, to I'm just going to cheer you on because follow those dreams and when these things happen, I'll be excited for you. I appreciate that, and, sir. Uh, um, I'm going to have you come back sometime yes, when, sir, when, you, when you get a chance. Come back and then we'll talk some more. Yeah. We've got just about a minute left. Just give them all the information again on how to get in touch with yes, you. Yes, sir. So follow me at AnnaWestcoatMusic.com and Anna Westcoat on Facebook and Instagram. You can okay. see all my shows and all the good happenings that are going on and come to my shows and uh, get to hear some more original music. If you go to my YouTube channel, i got a lot of songs that I haven't put out yet. So head there if you want to see some new okay. music. And also, if you want to book her, mm-hmm. you can go yeah. to the same, same to place. Website. Yep. Okay. You can find all my info. And also, if you want to buy some music. Yes, you can, you can do, do that there. too. Support so me on my next Anna Westcote Music. Mm-hmm. Anna Westcote Music.com. Mm-hmm. Father God, I'm thankful that uh, we've got a chance to meet Anna. And Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to be able to share these things on the radio. I do pray over this radio audience. I pray, God, for each and every one. Lord, let blessings be upon their lives. Father God, keep them safe. And Lord God, we just pray that the hand of God would be upon them and bless them. Father, we pray for America. We pray for our country. We pray for your kingdom, God, to grow and expand. And Lord, we pray for peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming and being a guest. Thank you so much for having me. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you. <laughs> 